Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. City. Uh, WDF HG2 Liberty and Odyssey Station. What? Huh? What? What? Huh? Struggling. I think they're like... You're done. What? Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. That's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Trav. Huh? <laughs> what? Had he not... What? <laughs> Had he not... Deviated off of his script, his his lyrics. Yeah. And did the Patrick thing. I think he might have held it together. I don't know. Maybe. Do you think all of his like ad libs in there about Patrick stealing their champagne and stuff, do you think that was written in? Do you no. think he had no. written I think that's, what, no, no, that's no, where no. he lost that's where he lost it, yeah. That's where he lost his his attempt to read his phone. He had a thing go and he yeah. thought he was gonna make yeah. it funny and then it went off the rails. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Patrick, uh huh. Mm. All right, so we're we're trying to bring a little bit of levity today. We had a very serious show, obviously, yesterday. Want to head into the weekend with a little, right? Right. Yeah. Kind of regroup and everything. We'll keep you uh, apprised of, of any news that happens uh, today involving the parade and the investigation into the, uh, the shooting, which they're now saying was a result of an altercation. Um. Three people were detained, an adult and two juveniles. Mm-hmm. I don't think any charges have been filed yet. Uh, I think that's the next step people are waiting for in names or whatever. Right. Names and, and a little more as to what, what went down. Um, so if that makes itself available during the show today, we will keep you apprised of, of uh, what's going on. But wanted to hopefully get a little of the lighter side uh, going today as well. Um, but certainly the events of what happened have... Well, we discussed yesterday, right? The the safety of parades, safety of really any, any big gathering, any event, right? Yeah, any big gathering that is not inside a controlled environment, right? A stadium, mm-hmm. uh, an arena, where you can take maybe those extra precautions you just can't take on the streets, right? Right, right. Or do we? <laughs> would we ever want that to be taken to the streets? Mm-hmm. The answer is usually no, right? Right. Um, the mayor yesterday said the future parades that they intend to, to push on. Mm-hmm. We have a St. Patrick's Day parade coming up in a right. month. We have a lot of parades in Kansas that you, City, you, right? You be, as, you be as safe as you can, and sometimes stuff happens like people getting in some kind of altercation, right? right. Um, but it does bring into question that location near the proposed new stadium, mm-hmm. and do you, and I know, I'm, I know that I was getting that question yesterday. Well, what does this mean for the downtown ballpark? Right. 
And I don't know about you, but my answer was, I don't think it was the location. <laughs> right. I, I, I think if we had that parade anywhere in town and there was going to be an altercation and someone brought a weapon, that can happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just because it was there at Grand and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, I saw a tweet from our friend John Stoner, one of the original cat suit guys with Paul Long, and his tweet was very, like, boom to me. And he said, this is not a downtown problem. Right. And and that's I agree with that. It's not a downtown problem, but the low hanging fruit says it is a downtown problem. And so people will make that leap. I don't believe it's a downtown problem either. I believe it's a it's just a problem that that happened. Right. I don't think it's a downtown issue at all. There are bad people everywhere, no matter what part of the city or what part of the country or wherever you live. There's bad people everywhere. I also think a downtown ballpark, though, Josh, can help with some of that and clean up areas, you know, that are that are left that that aren't getting enough love and getting enough credit, you know, and, and getting enough opportunity to grow. And, and we've seen ballparks change downtown areas in many cities in this country, San Diego for one. Uh, obviously, we talk about Denver all the time and the way that they took that area of downtown Denver that was nothing and created the Lodo area that they have there right now. And that has been a miraculous turnaround. And I think you got to look at places like Minneapolis and what the ballpark has done up there. There's breweries and things that have, that have sprouted up all around, you know, that ballpark in Minneapolis and, and Detroit has put that downtown ballpark in and that area around tiger stadium is, you know, really taken off and done nice things up there. And what it did for Cleveland, Ohio, when the Indians built Jacobs field and how that regenerated that area of downtown, Downtown. And so I think you have to look at it from a positive standpoint and say, what can the ballpark and the new ballpark village bring to downtown Kansas City that we don't already have? And that's taking an area of town, giving it new life, giving it rebirth, giving it, you know, an opportunity to grow and to be better. And I think downtown ballparks and downtown development help with all of that kind of stuff. And the proof is in the pudding when you start to look at some of these other cities around the country that have built these downtown ballparks and how it's drastically changed the area in which they are in and how it's helped those areas grow and become better. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like if you think that area was a concern before, I'll say I think the ballpark will help. That. I, yeah, I think it and will. I, yeah. And, and I, I don't believe that the location of the parade was as much of a factor as a large group of people right? and someone who chose to bring a weapon. Mm-hmm. That's exactly happened. right. Could have happened anywhere. Could have could have put the parade at at uh, the the complex, sports complex. Could have put the parade in uh, wherever. Mm-hmm. Down thirty five. Right. I mean, Who knows? Large where. gatherings of people. Mm-hmm. Wherever that would be, I don't think it was the location. Right. I I don't either. I I just think it just happened to be an unfortunate, horrible incident that took place from a couple of bad people. And like I said, Josh, bad people are everywhere. So, but I know there's going to be concern, and I know that's probably now something that the Royals have to consider with this downtown ballpark. We're, we're about six weeks away from that vote, right? April 2nd is is the vote. We're middle of February right now. The Royals really need to get out there and, and campaign and let people know that it is going to be a safe option for families. I mean, we, we started the week on, on Monday with the Super Bowl win. Tuesday turned into where we are going to park. Wednesday, the parade happened. Thursday, we had the aftermath of the parade, and now we're you know kind of talking about the ballpark and you know if that's going to be something that's going to concern people. 
I think this is where John Sherman really has to step up to the plate to steal a baseball term and let people know and assure people with with research and numbers and and everything like that, that it is going to be safe for families because the last thing that you want is for families to not feel safe and to not go to the ballpark based on what happened at the parade on Wednesday afternoon. And I think it's now up to the Royals to prove to Kansas City that, hey, this was a one-off downtown. This is not going to happen when we have a baseball stadium here and reassure people that they are going to be safe. And quite honestly, it's not like Kauffman Stadium. I mean, we've seen incidents take place out there, both on the Royals and Chiefs side of, of the stadium, Josh. Things can happen anywhere, especially when you have large groups of people gathering. And so you can't just say, well, we can't go downtown. Eh, incidents have happened at the sports complex before. So we've got to just do a better job of making sure that everybody is safe and aware of their surroundings and to let everybody know that once you get into that ballpark, you're going to have metal detectors and all that kind of stuff. And it is is going to be a safe environment for your family because the last thing you want are families to say I don't feel safe and that's up to the Royals now to go out there and convince and to, and to fix that narrative that's yeah, going yeah, on right yeah. now I mean <clears throat> it wasn't just here it is what do you th- I mean they're they're asking for feedback right yeah so you want to give them feedback give them feedback give it give it to them let them know so yeah. you can go to their their website and the um, all the links to the to the stadium and what have you, they're still soliciting feedback. And I think uh, up until the thing is built, address every concern. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And you have to take all these concerns seriously because these are your customers. These are your fans that want to know, is this going to be safe for me to bring my kids to? You know, it's, a, it's a valid valid question. Yeah. And I think it, it did get kind of pushed to light the other day, yep. unfortunately. Unfortunately, so yeah. I think, I think uh, you, you do have to address every even if you don't think it's an issue, you do have to address every issue for them. I think specifically the Royals. Like, right. It's this thing's not automatic mm-hmm. by any means. No. For their for the election coming up, right. so I think there's been enough pushback that would would show you address each and every concern and then see if you can get this thing passed. Right. Exactly. Uh, ESPN had a key move for every team. We'll see if we agree next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing. Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados. Like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo. They are so Let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You get the request machine today, so if you pick the music, 
on this a Friday. Normally do this on Wednesdays, but why not an extra day today? Yeah. 913-586-7610 on the Jay's Southland Toe Service text line. You pick the music, and uh, please include your name so you may be given a little high five today. Yeah, we're hoping to just sort of lift the spirits here, um, and, and the text line has shown a lot of love for Taylor Swift. Uh, apparently following a, a $100,000, what appears to be a $100,000 donation uh, yep. to the GoFundMe mm-hmm. for, for uh, the victim of yeah. Wednesday's yeah. Yeah. shooting. If you're looking for the uh, for the uh, GoFundMe, it's on my Twitter page, at uh, Bob Fesco on X, and I did a, one this morning with the screenshot of the two $50,000 donations that Taylor Swift has cool. made, and she sent a little message to the family as well, sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love, Taylor Swift. And there's two separate $50,000 donations to which um, – one of the uh, one of the folks uh, did some research on it. Who is the uh, the one of the executive producers for Robert Irvine on Food Network? And he says, looks like a limit on the top amount. One hundred thousand dollars is impossible. So she did two fifty thousand dollar donations because she wanted to make sure to get that money there to the uh, the to the uh, the, the family of, of of Lisa Lopez Galvan. And so she was able to make two fifty thousand dollar donations. They had a goal of seventy five thousand dollars for this fundraiser, and I think it's up to one hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars or something. The last time I looked at that. So if you'd like to contribute, I know people have been reaching out to me, you know, wanting to know what they could do to help. I think the best thing you could do is help out the folks over at the St. Agnes Parish as well in, in, in Western Shawnee, because from what I understand, Josh, this family was supposed to go over and help them set up for their auction that they're having this weekend after the parade on Wednesday. And so if, if you're looking for ways to help, you can donate to the, to the St. Agnes Church. You can donate to the GoFundMes and, you know, follow the uh, follow the footsteps of Taylor Swift. She put $100,000 into the GoFundMe because that's the kind of person she is. She's a wonderful, wonderful human being, and I love everything about her. I love her music. I love her relationship with Travis Kelsey. And I love the fact that I get a little emotional about it, that she's adopted us as her own, man. Like, it's it's really spectacular to see this relationship come to life with Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. And, and Taylor, love you, man. Absolutely, absolutely love you. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for contributing to this. All right. So the uh, ESPN wrote a little piece about kind of one move every team has ahead or what 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 is ahead for each team. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a... It's a valid question. Can the Chiefs keep their defense together? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's like the that's like the biggest question. Mm-hmm. We love the fact they had a pretty much a number one ranked defense this season, right? Right. <laughs> It'd be great if they could keep that together, right? Right. So, what are the scenarios in which that might might come to play? Well, yeah, but there, I, I came up with three different scenarios, and I, I, I and there could be four. So you can as many scenarios as you want, but I came up with three scenarios, and I, and I kind of want to do like a thumbs up, thumbs down to this scenario, okay? And and we'll kind of go through these, and then we'll each kind of pick our favorite uh, scenario. So the first scenario that I I have right now, scenario number one. Here are the free agents we're talking about: Dana, Gay, Tranquil, Sneed, and Jones. That's five guys right there. That's a lot of players off of defense, right? So what if the Chiefs bring back Snead and Jones and let Dana, Gay, and Tranquil walk. Would that be a win? Would you think that would be a win, just Snead and Jones coming back and the other three walk? Is that uh, a win? I'd be fine with that. You'd be fine with that, yeah, right? I yeah, I, I, think, I think that's a big win, right? Scenario number two, Chiefs let Jones walk, but bring back Snead, Dana, and one of either Gay or Tranquil. Would that be a win for the Chiefs as an organization? Very realistic. Right. I think I still prefer the first one. The first one. Yeah. And then the third scenario is 
the Chiefs bring back Jones and let everyone else walk, would that be a no, win? No, that's I don't think me. that would be a win either. I, I, every one of my scenarios would have Snead. Okay. And I'm and I'm with you. And that's why for me, and I came up with these scenarios. And then, then I hope there's a Jones with it. But Snead's got to be a part of any any piece. Right. Snead gets whatever he wants. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Snead, Snead, Snead. What's it going to take to get... Uh, get you in a sneed. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where I'm How at can right. I get you into a new sneed today, yeah. right? So I've always thought, and, and we've kind of been consistent with this all year, based on age and position, Sneed is really more valuable than Chris Jones is, right? Just because Chris Jones is 30 defensive line, Sneed is 26. He plays defensive back in a passing league. He gave up one touchdown this year, right? One touchdown this year. I think a second one in the Super Bowl, but no, who cares? Yeah, who cares at this uh, point in time, right? <laughs> they won it. Right, they won. Uh, I think uh, also this is second contract versus versus. Third, and that's where the age factors yeah. into me. And that's why, for me, the second scenario is my favorite of them all. You let Jones walk, but you bring back Sneed, Dana, and one of Gay or Tranquil, you know, one of whichever one you determine that you want to bring back. I think that's a logical one. I think that's a, a likely one. But I also think the first one is likely, too. Chris Jones and Sneed coming back, and Dana Gay and Tranquil also having to go find work elsewhere. But yeah. some combination of Jones and Sneed would be wonderful, but if, if, if it's up to me, and I can only sign one of Chris Jones or Legereus Sneed, I have to side with Legereus Sneed on this. Yeah, that's right, that's right, man. I want them both. Right. And I think they, I think both can be attainable. I know the Chiefs have said it's going to take something. And, yeah, I think it's going to take uh, Chris Jones' uh, willingness to be here. Right. Not at any and all costs, but at a lesser cost. Right. You're going to have to – you want to be part – again, you said you wanted to be here. Yeah. Um. You, you, what, we, what, we got it on tape, what, right? I mean, like, I mean, okay, we, Chris we Jones ain't going nowhere. Right. Um, yeah, I get it. So you're going to have to go ahead and, and I think kind of show that a little bit, you know? Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who want Chris Jones go, I ain't going nowhere, baby. You talking to his agent? Yeah. For those who want Chris Jones gone, you mean your agents, yeah. Chris? So. Uh, scenario number one is the one for me. I, yeah. I, I like Willie Gay a lot. I drew tranquil. What can be said about Ugh. what he did this year? Awesome. Uh, I like Dana, but I feel like they're good. at They're good at finding Dana's. I know, but I like him a lot. They're Josh. really good. This, this, this franchise is good. At a lot of things. I think they're really good at finding role players, mm-hmm. talented role players, tranquil included. Yeah. Dana included. They're, they're really good at doing that. I'm like, okay, you're, you're just kind of taxed. Tasks with doing that again if these guys have a Super Bowl premium put on them. Right. Yeah, and Dana, unfortunately, I think I, I think it was over the cap I was looking at. Said he was worth almost ten million dollars this year. Oh, yeah. You saw that I, high. See, I, I, I saw eight. Well, yeah. it was eight, and they said that that if they, you know, if you found the right team, they may go, may go three at ten per. Yeah, I'm not. In, I'm not in that. I don't I'm finding think so the, either. I'm finding the next guy. Yeah, if Dan is going to be that much, yeah, I don't know. Like, I you, know like good for him. Like he goes and finds a team and, and great and does for Absolutely. him. Absolutely, it's the Andrew Wiley contract of and, last off season. Great job. But thanks for your help. I didn't really care for him. <laughs> you wanted an upgrade there too. <laughs> yeah, this would not be an upgrade. He's like, uh, Dan is more valuable than Andrew Wiley, of course. But yeah. it was uh, and Colin Saunders also. You've been great. We can't match that. Uh, Willie, Best I think, of luck to you, I sir. think Willie Gay is going to be in that category, too. I think yes. so, too, especially after wearing a bare head and no shirt. Some Somebody's going to say, oh, you know what? You know who starts and plays three downs for us, a linebacker? Oh, man, that Willie Gay. Yeah. And here you're like, mm, you kind of do, maybe, sometimes, maybe, yeah. some drives. We got another linebacker. Mm-hmm. Leo Chanel came on at the end of the year, and too. And that's the other like, guy, yeah. That's another guy that, you know, it's in your pipeline. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they I feel like they got, they made the, the Chanel move 
as one of those futuristic next. Absolutely. And he was the highest-rated player in the Super Bowl. He seems like he's he's delivered. Speaking of Legereus Sneed, he was uh, with with Kay Adams on the uh, on her show on on FanDuel, and you know he's he's ready. And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me, <laughs> pay me, pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. Yeah, give that man his money. Pretty simple. At least he <laughs> pay me. And he, I, hey, I, Brett, you hear that? He wants to be paid. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he said I want to be the highest paid or I want to be whatever paid. Like, no, pay me. he did not. You said pay me. Pay me. All right. You didn't set a number. It's true. I think you give him his number. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I th- I think he's your most he's important. Your free se- agent. He's in his second contract. He's proven it. Yeah. Pay him. Pay him. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I think. And then Chris Jones, you got some work to do. You want to be here or not? What do you think the market's going to be for Sneed, though, Josh? He's going to be one of the highly coveted free agents out there, yeah, right? And, yeah, and yeah. what if he's the guy that ends up pricing himself out of Kansas City? You know, what if what if other teams look around and they look at Chris Jones and they go, e- you're playing nice, but you're 30, bro. We're not giving you that money. Like, there, there's a good chance Chris Jones hits the free agent market, and a lot of teams aren't picking up the phone and calling Chris Jones because of that magical number of three in front of his age, right? And And you know where I stand on that. I'm good with another two years for Chris Jones. I would not, or or you give him two years and then fake years, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, sure. right? And you also have to tell Chris Jones, as you brought up, hey, Kelsey and Mahomes have all taken less money. Rumor is Mahomes is going to take a, a restructure to help get these guys signed to bring them back for a three-peat. Like, if Kelsey and Mahomes can go out there and do what's in the best interest of the team, Chris, are you willing to go out there and do what's in the best interest of the team? Because if you are, then we can keep you here. We can sign you to a contract. But if you're not willing to budge and it is strictly about numbers, then this may not be the place where you end up. There's a scenario where they lose Jones and Snead, but I don't think that's going to happen, but that's a scenario. They're both free agents, right? And so you have to make sure you at least get one of those guys back. And if you get both of those guys back, then Brett Veach has really knocked it out of the ballpark. But if it becomes between Chris Jones and signing a wide receiver this offseason, maybe some folks would consider using that money for a wide receiver instead of an aging defensive lineman too. Yeah. And I think also if you, well, I mean, if, if, if luxurious need costs more, well, it's because you couldn't get it done before. Right. Now you make sure you get it done. Right. That's all. Right. Whatever, whatever he wants. It's a, if it's a top end, it's a, it's a top end. And then, but you're dealing with him first. Last year, you dealt with Chris Jones first. And it didn't go well. Right? Yeah. And then you, there might have been wiggle room to, to work with Snead after you got you didn't get Jones done. This year, luxurious, we're talking first. Yeah. We're going to set the parameters, and then we're going to go to Chris. And after. the dirty little secret also is that you have got Trent McDuffie, that this organization, I don't want to use the term in love with, Josh, infatuated with Trent McDuffie. They love everything but about not, him. But not the, well, we can get by because we have McDuffie. Right. But no, 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 no. They're not in that camp at all. They're not no. in that camp at all. It's We want them both. Right. This, oof, you like, can... They'd love you could to, lock down some stuff for a long time yeah, with these two. So. They want both of those yeah, guys yeah. here. But you know, they, there, there are some situations where you just like, we can let this guy walk because we got this guy coming through the pipeline. Correct. Uh, the, I've heard nothing that they believe that that's the case. Right. Not that not diminishing anybody's skills. Like, no, we want them both together. Yeah, right, right. No, no, no it's, you know it, I mean? it's not one or the other. And, and I can 
tell you from enough people that I've talked to, like there is a push to get Trent McDuffie as active in the Kansas City community as possible. So he falls in love with Kansas City, does a lot of good things here, never wants to leave, right? And he's only in his second year. And that's, they value Trent McDuffie so highly in the Chiefs organization right now, probably ruining their bargaining power. <laughs> they shouldn't tell me like it as much as right, they do. Yes. Uh, the silly season has arrived. We'll get to that next. Picking the music today, even on a Friday at 913-586-7610. Include your name so that you may be given the credit. Yeah, Tim up in Liberty is always uh, wanting some rush, so a little limelight for this Friday morning. I don't think touring. I was just looking at eh, Rush, I don't know. Yeah. He passed away a few years ago, right? Well, it doesn't mean bands stop touring. Anybody uh, loses a member, they just... I mean, who replaces Rush they in just, Rush? They just move on. Yeah. That's All the ditto heads. That's a different rush. Oh. Different rush. But they just replace a member and move on. Especially if they got a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah you got a kid, yeah, just yeah, plug them in. Roll. Yeah. You know, that's usually the way. Oh, yeah. Um, Variety is reporting this morning that it, it was Taylor's donation. Her representatives have confirmed to the Variety that she did make that $100,000 cool. donation to the GoFundMe this awesome. morning here in Kansas City. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Don't tell Tony Dungy, though. Where did he donate? What a distraction yeah, she's huh, provided. Just a horrible to a, distraction. To a GoFundMe cause. Yeah. Tony Dungy's a loser. So uh, the silly season's upon us now. <sighs> it didn't take long. Former Chargers standout, Sean Merriman. He they called him lights out, yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so. He's confident that the uh, that Los Angeles can take the division crown away from the Chiefs next season. I'm not speaking because I'm biased. There's a new coach in town in Jim Harbaugh, new sheriff in town. His name is Reggie Hammond. There's a new coach in town in Jim Harbaugh in that division and really believe it's the Chargers division to lose coming into this year. Not because of Jim Harbaugh, but because of what he's capable of doing with them. It's the Chargers division to lose. Correct. Correct. Didn't they gave up 63 to Nathan Peterman last year? Like, you're not revamping the entire roster. Now, does a coach make a difference? Yes, because Andy Reid came in and took a 2-14 and 14 team and turned it to 11-5. and five. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Is Harbaugh Andy Reid? Not yet. Could he do it? Better chance than Staley. But to sit there and say that the AFC West is the Chargers' division to lose when the Chiefs literally just won their second consecutive Super Bowl (laughs) is one of the dumber things that somebody has ever said. But, I mean, we didn't even make it a week, fellas, till we got to the dopes. Yeah. I mean, I'm really feeling it this year. This is going to be our year. Your team hasn't even assembled yet. They're picking fifth in the draft. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the Chiefs were picking first and did go from 2-14 and to 11-5, and but they went out and got a real quarterback. They went out and got a real head coach. They made important changes, and they had some really good talent on the team. It does sound a lot like the Chargers, right? Like, 
But I, I don't know, man. Call me a hater or whatever. I, I'm not in on Justin A. Bear yet. Like, Bobby, his father was better. <laughs> nope. H-E-B-E-R-T. Yeah, he, he didn't even need the R. No. A bear, H-E-B-E-R-T, or mm. something like that, right? L-V- I V I I I I I V I I. So uh, so Sean Merriman, former Charger, going with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's their division to lose. Did you hear that, Chiefs? There you go. Right. I don't understand that. I look. I get it. You're a Charger honk, but on no planet can you sit there three days, four days after a team just won the Super Bowl in your division and say this is the Chargers' division to lose. Feel free to say I think they'll be more competitive. Say it all yeah, you want. Yeah, they're going to be better. It is not yeah, their division to lose. It's not their division it's to lose. Coming through here until further notice. Right. We um, own the top spot. Bro. Cliff Kingsbury is the new uh, OC in Washington, and uh, he was asked about uh, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They obviously have a quarterback question going on in Washington, right? Do and, they have a quarterback there? And uh, he wants ours. So I guess that's flattering, but right. but no. When you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, The Chiefs quarterback. (laughs) Which is a great answer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The Chiefs quarterback. Then he he goes on. That'd help. Uh, No. um, I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays with your feet move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. And, and then the intangibles, you know, you want that player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys each and every day when, when he shows up in the building. You want him to lift the building up, and um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. And he stopped himself before he said, unlike Kyler Murray was right, when I'm in my right, building. Yeah. He was not the hardest worker in my building. Um, Didn't lift anybody up. Up, brought everybody down and played video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can once, you just play the beginning and, of that again? And scrubbed and scrubbed his Instagram at yeah, one point right, in time. Yeah. yeah, no, I want somebody that's. You I, know, I want somebody who's an yeah, adult. Yeah. When you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. That help. No. Um, <laughs> it's a great answer. The Chiefs quarterback. The chi- like, he didn't even miss a beat, <laughs> nope, right? Nope. He had that one ready. He did not miss a beat. Went with the Chiefs quarterback. Now, obviously, that was his college coach, so there's you know that, there is that. that, that tie yeah. in there. But what he said right there is the real answer. The rest of it was eyewash, hogwash, nonsense. Oh, I want this. I want that. No, you you want Patrick Mahomes, and you want the ability to work with the best. And there's nothing well, wrong he had with to him go, saying well, that. Well, he had to go on and say the rest of it because there's not another guy like that. No, there's not. But and he that's has to the go with yeah. similar traits right? that can run a little bit and then be a leader. Be a leader. Right. And you, you said it to me earlier. He like he really they wanted him to say Caleb Williams, right? They wanted him to go so. out there and because he was with USC right, last year. Right. The word on the street, the hot rumors are that Washington's yeah. going to trade you, with the you, Bears you to take that Caleb whole, Williams. You had right? that whole question expecting the answer Caleb Williams, and he gave you oh, the Chiefs quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you got Kelsey. What? 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 Yeah, Kelsey's like, why are you getting our quarterback? Yeah. Are we going to Washington, Pat? Are we going to D.C.? <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. Uh, not today. You're not. Not today. Not, not, no, go back not, to not just yet. In the 1942. So no Bally's actually a good thing? 
You think I'm nuts, don't you? We'll discuss next. Talk about a song that stood the test of time. Like, I was going to say something still, similar, yeah. Like, you still, it just works, you know? It and every, does, Anytime yeah. you ever win something at any level, it's like, no, it still works. It, it still, still works. It still goes. Yeah, it just, it just, you know. It's it's not even um, their best song, you know? No, no. Like, Ice Ice close. Baby is so much better <laughs> than We Are the Champions. Uh, you request the music at 9, you, not Bob, request the music at 913-586-7610 on the J Southland Toast Service text line. Please include your name. Nathan Williams producing today would like to say it on the air. Yeah, shout out to Fred who who did request the Timeless Classic yeah. uh, from Queen. Like, there, there works. one song where works. they say, I see a little silhouette of Baba Ganoush. I like that song. I see a little silhouette of Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush, which I don't even really like eggplant. And will you do the Fandango? Fandango. I mean, will you? I don't know. Very, That's very salty. Very, very lightly. Be Galileo. Calamata. Calameo. Canameo. On my hot dog. Bally's saved baseball. Please explain. <laughs> okay, you got to bear with me on this one a little bit. Bob's got his bolted board up with his uh, push pins and strings. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. Um, and so I saw an article on ESPN the other day, and the headline was about ESPN. Thank you. Who did that? Sal Palantonio? Oh, uh, no, no, Jeremy Roenick? I don't know. Um, Shap? Shap. That's who it was, yeah. Dick Shap used to eat at Don's Steakhouse in Lawrence, I'm Kansas. Sorry, I've, I've, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm totally dovetail yeah, now. Sorry. So I'm reading an article on ESPN. It was it was the headline was about Chris Young and the Texas Rangers and the quote was we are not going to rest on our laurels, right? And I, I for whatever reason we've talked about it over the years. What are laurels? I've never rested on it. Like them. have you ever rested on I'm a no, laurel? I'm, what, I'm, what the hell no. is a laurel no and where laurel. do you rest on it? And why not a hardy, right? Like why is it always going to be on laurel, right? Or Yanni? <laughs> So, I rested on my Yanni for four. Of course, yes. yes. <laughs> kind of. Okay, now you've lost me. Kind of. It kind of hurts, and you're like, oh, you woke up. I'm like, I was on my Yanni. Um, sorry, go ahead. I, I I meant to keep this straight straightforward. Um, and, and so it's one of those um, days where I have to be the Mahomes here. Yeah, you have to be Mahomes. I a little yeah, bit, I right? clearly am seeing yeah. that, and I'm not. I'm not taking up the full responsibility. My bad. Go. What? Um. So. Um. So this article is like resting on his laurels. And I just start laughing. I'm like, did he really say this or is just the headline? And so I start reading the article and he didn't say anything about resting on laurels. It was just the way they put the headline out there. And so he did say something that I, I, I would imagine was kind of like a throwaway comment, but really struck home to me. He said they were talking about, are the Rangers going to be able to spend as much money and whatnot? And he goes, well, with this Bally's thing, you know, kind of going away, we've already started to cut back our spending towards the future because we just don't know where the TV money is going to be, right? And what the TV money is going to be. And I saw that comment and I'm like, I think there's 11 or 12 teams or whatever it is that that are on the Bally's, you know, um, uh, train, if you will. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's that's a good chunk of Major League Baseball that probably doesn't understand where their money and TV dollars are going to come from here in the future. 
And the other thing that we've heard all along is that Major League Baseball could potentially take all this in-house, turn around, and then sell it to you as the consumer, right, and Mm -hmm. and handle all the broadcasting for that. And I thought, you know what? That's actually a good thing. If Major League Baseball starts to get control and to gain control of the local rights and then sells it as one package and starts dividing the number up between all the teams – Aren't we getting closer to what we have in the NFL then, Josh, where everybody is getting a fair share of that TV money? And if it took Bally's going bankrupt and going away for Major League Baseball to be able to take the product in-house and then go out there and farm out the product themselves and do it all themselves and then split the money evenly, that's really good for Major League Baseball. No longer can the Texas Rangers go out there and say, we want $250 million per year for our TV deal while the Royals are getting $50 million per year. I think what this Bally's thing is going to do, it's going to allow Major League Baseball at some point when all of the other Yes Networks and Root Sports and all of these other places start to have their rights come up, Major League Baseball may now get involved and say, we're taking those in-house and we're going to pool everybody together and then divide by 30. And if you do that, then baseball is in such a better spot than it is right now from a competitive dollar standpoint when it comes to those TV deals. Now, the Yankees and Dodgers may say, screw you, we're not doing that. But in the best interest of the game, as these contracts start to expire, Major League Baseball starts to bring them in-house, make them a Major League Baseball production, sell it as one entity, and then you can go out there and split that money 30 ways. I think that's a pretty good way of doing it. I think that'd be nice. I think that'd be better. Um, can you get everybody on board, or do you have to mandate they're on board? You know. What well, I, mean? I like, think you're going you're gonna to eventually have to put on some big boy pants and say, hey, when your TV deal expires, we have the rights now. No longer are we allowing you, the Yankees, to go out there and sell your rights because we need to find a way to make baseball competitive across the board from a TV deal package. Now, I don't buy into everything that David Glass was peddling when he ran this team that you can't win in a small market. Yes, you can because the Royals did prove that you can win in a small market, that you can't spend in a small market. Yes, you can. John Sherman has proven that you can. I think it was a want to more than anything with David Glass, more than a can do. As John Sherman is proving, he spent $400 million on contracts this offseason alone and signed Bobby Witt to a long-term deal. But to have uniform TV contracts across the board where everybody's getting an equal share of the pie makes it so much easier for the Royals to retain their guy. And knowing that if Bobby Witt did hit free agency, a stupid TV deal that the Dodgers have isn't going to be the reason why he leaves Kansas City. And so I think it's just best for Major League Baseball. Look at look at what it's done for football and how competitive balance in football is. People are talking next year, Josh, of a potential Super Bowl featuring the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers, right? Two of the smallest markets in the sport. And you got the smallest in Green Bay, clearly, and and one of the top five smallest in Kansas City. To have a Super Bowl like that, you'd never see a World Series where it was the Royals and, you know, a team from Green Bay. It just doesn't happen that way, right? So I think from Major League Baseball standpoint, this Bally's thing going away is the beginning of an opportunity to see the light, to start taking these TV contracts in-house, dealing with it themselves, selling it themselves, farming it out themselves, getting the streaming all set up themselves, making it a Major League Baseball product, and then splitting the proceeds of that 30 ways for everybody. That'd be great. That'd be great. That's the ideal. Yeah. 
Because who's going to step in and backfill where Bally's is on an individual basis? I don't think we're going to see that mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. The, the way of sports right now is via streaming, right? There were people complaining last night about Caitlin Clark being on Peacock. Oh my, hey, if you're a sports fan and you're not in the streaming game, you're going to be left behind. And if Amazon wants to come in and write a big and, and check. Peacock, and Peacock's in with the Big Ten now. They do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. You know I mean, it, was, yeah. it wasn't a one-off or whatever. So, like, you have to pick and choose already kind of regionally, <laughs> right? If you're a big 10 fan, you probably have enough games on Peacock. That right. You want to subscribe to Peacock. That's kind of the way of you have to decide whether you're going to do it or not. Right. You know? And so if Amazon comes in and wants to buy all of the major league baseball packages and say, Hey, if you want major league baseball, now every game's on Amazon and we're going to write one big check. And then that's going to get divided 30 ways. That's the way you have to do it. If I'm Major League Baseball, which, I'm telling your teams, you have got to let your TV contracts expire. We're no longer honoring these which things. Which is what um, MLS did with Apple, right? Yeah. They kind of took, they, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it did stink here in Kansas City. Um, that was on, you know, regular antenna TV. But the league came in and said, we, we're doing this one contract. It's all on Apple now. Right. And it's the only way to truly grow the game. It's the only way to get... Equal distribution of TV money across the board probably made them all more money. You're absolutely right about that. And if you can spend whatever the Apple fee is, $99 to get the year of MLS, if they start doing something like that with Major League Baseball where you spend $99 and you get every game for the year, that's great for the consumer, I think. And then it really does give you the opportunity to cut cable because even with this new Hulu Sports that's coming out, which is that merger of Fox and all these other places that the Justice Department is now going, wait, hang on a second here, and ESPN, right? That may not take off, but even if it does, that still doesn't give me what I want. I want baseball and I want football, and I want a way to consume that streaming-wise so I don't have to worry about having cable in my household anymore. Mm. And I think this could be the first step in, in doing that, and I hope Major League Baseball is kind of thinking the same way, like, okay, Bally's is going away after this year, most likely. We're bringing all these in-house, and we're issuing an edict. When your TV contract expires, you're done. We're bringing it in-house, and we're selling it as one entire package to either Apple or Amazon or Hulu or Peacock or whoever the case may be, highest bidder, obviously, and we'll do it ourselves. Or because baseball basically invented this this streaming that we're watching right now, we're going to make it a Major League Baseball product, and you you just subscribe to MLB TV, and everywhere in the country, you can get all your games, and it goes right through MLB. MLB TV is great. It is it's just it blacks it's, out the local markets. Yeah. I mean, it, the the product's fine, phenomenal. Yeah, they've they've it's a proven, tested product. It's yeah. really really good. I watched a number of other games on it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah, I buy that. If, I I buy that package. Like, right, give me the package. Buy the whole thing. Uh just a just a just a random spinoff of that. Six Ten Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF HD Two, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.